hello hello my friends welcome to artful answer i'm jenny bear and i'm going to um help one lucky lucky person today work through an issue actually this is to help all of you anyone who is guided to this podcast i do believe there's something in here for you so listen up to the end and i you know you might find a little pearl of wisdom in here somewhere that is going to brighten your day or improve your outlook on your creative life i'm going ahead and jump right in here I got this question off of Reddit in the Artist Lounge by user the one swan actually. This is a good one. So let's let's get to it. All right, they say, "Hey all, this is an awkward one. I wouldn't describe myself as an artist. I'm not the type. Every now and then I'll sit down and want to do art for a few weeks at a time. Then I'll do nothing for 3 to 5 months." So obviously I'm not developing much. What little art I've done has improved over the last few years, but I'm far from great. I'm not the sort of person to become an artist. I'm not really creative and I don't have the patience, will, and dedication to learn. I find it hard to sit down and do things let alone concentrate. This post took two hours to write. Yay. Mm. And as much as I'd love to improve, as in read and draw good, I honestly think I don't want to put time and effort into it to get there. And then they put in bold, this mindset is immature and I fully know it. Obviously, my mindset leads me to immediately falling into an anxious and depressive slump when my half-baked skills are in no way adequate in capturing what I want to create. When I first started doing art, I was terrible, but it didn't get in the way of things. Years down the line, I don't know. The stuff I would like to do is way above what I can do now, and the mountain of learning how to get there feels so daunting. For the record, I do art digitally. I enjoy the ease, the ease of it and how I can immediately create something and send it to a friend. Unfortunately, this means that distractions are rife. Last year, I got through a solid portion of draw box with paper and pen, but eventually fizzled out. The key thing I'd love to learn is anatomy, and I'd love to dip my toes into working with digital painting just without the long-term stress of learning, which is impossible. As an extra note, art makes me anxious. Not being good at art makes me anxious. Thinking about art and writing this up has made me anxious to the point where it's physical. As I write the final part of this messy post, I can feel my gut turning. My chest is light and my mind is telling me to run off and lie in bed. Do not think about it. No matter how long I step away from art, my mind always tells me to come back to it. And I can't. I can't fight it. At times, I wish I could simply block out all art thoughts in my mind so I wouldn't get worked up over all of this. It's been part of me for the last few years, and I wish I could simply do or not do without this worry. 
Oh, my friend. Oh, 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 my friend. You, 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 you are so hard on yourself. You are, wow, a master at beating yourself to a pulp. Let's see if we can help you out here because I really think that, I really think that you can change. I think that you could be happier with your art. So first of all, we're going to address this. I'm not an artist. I'm not an artist because I'm sporadic in doing art. And what is this? I'm not the sort of person to become an artist, which by the way, they have in italics. I guess being an artist is in your mind mm, almost unreachable, which my friend, let's break this down right now. Art is simply a form of creation. Okay. You do it every day, every day. You do not have to be creating a masterpiece for a gallery, a commission, an art class, an exhibition. You don't have to be doing that to be a quote unquote artist. You don't have to make money on your art. You don't have to, you don't have to be painting, drawing, um, whether digital or physical. You don't have to be building, sculpting, you don't have to be doing any of those to be called an artist. The fact that you create thoughts each day makes you an artist. The fact that you interpret the sunset into the beautiful colors that they are makes you an artist. The fact that you have a desire to create anything makes you an artist. Even the most analytical, dry person on this earth is an artist because they are creating in their thoughts, their words, whatever they put out into existence is a piece of art. And what you consider good or bad is all in the eye of the beholder. It's all perception. Okay. Please, please be kinder to yourself. Whether or not you want to have the title of artist or label of artist is up to no one but you, okay? Your idea of what an artist may or may not be is a story that you have written for yourself. And if you want that story to change, if you want that idea to be different, then that is within your power. You tell those stories. You write those, those books, okay? That is one of your abilities as a creator. That is amazing. And that is so fun to do. If you, if you wake up one morning and say, mm, I am amazing today, then be amazing in everything you do, whether it's getting the milk out of the fridge, do it with some flair, be amazing, do it. It's good. Okay. You don't have to make it, um, your livelihood to be an artist. And just because I'm saying you don't have to do these things to be an artist doesn't mean that you can't admire people who do create for a living. You can admire people different than you and still have respect and awe for the amazing things that they produce without belittling yourself. 
Do you hear that? You can build others up without it knocking you down. You are where you are. And where you are is where you need to be right at this moment. And where you are today is not where you're going to be tomorrow. You don't need to fear that. Do not fear what hasn't happened already. That's all I have to say about that, about being an artiste. Because I am an artiste and I do not art all day, every day. And when I art, I art all over. My kids will walk in a room and say, Mom arted here. My husband will be like, Yep, Jenny arted here. Yep, because I am a messy artist. I am a digital artist also. And I love that for the freedom it gives me on not making a mess everywhere in my house. And I go through waves. Sometimes I will go through creating, oh, masterpiece after masterpiece that I am in love with. And I have no idea if anyone else is going to like it, but I love it. And that's what matters. Okay. And I believe I have really good taste. So if somebody doesn't like it, maybe their taste isn't so great. (laughs) That's all I have to say. All right. And as far as creating, my goodness, I do one art fair a year. And the only reason I participate in this art fair is because I absolutely love the community that attends this art fair and the vendors that are at this art fair. We have so much fun. It is freeing to me. It is a place where I will have, and I have the most random booth because I love to try new things. And so I will have resin and I will have acrylic and I will have um, gilded work and I will have digital work and I will have just everything that I, I've wanted to put together throughout the year ends up in this booth and whether it sells or not, honestly, and I know it is not my livelihood. I don't care if it sells or not because I'm having so much fun. I am finding so much joy in that journey. And I start the, the art fair is in the fall and I start Once the kids start summer vacation, I start my projects and it is messy and it is chaotic. And by the time, and, and I fully immerse myself in it for three months. And by the time I'm done, I need a break because that's how I process art. I take a big old piece of chunk and I swallow it all at once. And I, oh, I am full until I need to do it again the next year. And I might do a few art projects here or there during the winter. But for the most part, that's just my my rhythm of creating. That's what I do. And then the rest of the year, I will dabble here and there on my iPad and Procreate or whatever art program I'm working on. And I do a little bit of digital art here and there. But that's my rhythm. And if you ask me if I'm an artist... Heck yeah, I'm an artist. I'm an artist in my own right. And I own that. You own you. My eight-year-old is always telling me, Mom, you do you. I'm like, dang right. I do me. And you do you. And it's all good. And we can all do different things and still be harmonious together. All right. Okay. So let go of whatever expectation that is on being an artist and what it is to you. And as far as being 
dedicated and having patience and the will. Oh my gosh, you have made it so hard on yourself. Don't make it so hard. I know that there are dedicated and studious artists out there who are fine artists that have really, you know, had a tortured process in their craft and that's what they thrive on. But if that's not what they, th that's not what you thrive on, let that go. Release that. You don't need to do that. I'm a spontaneous artist. I am a hot mess and I love it. Okay. That doesn't degrade me as an artist. That's just who I am. And that doesn't degrade those who have taken a more disciplined path. That is who they are. And I appreciate their work. I absolutely love the beauty in those who are different than me. And the work that they put out there is phenomenal. And I appreciate it because it is not what I can do. What I can do is different. What I can do is still great. It's just great in a different way. And accepting that is so freeing. Oh, it's so freeing. You can appreciate other, other people's skills without having to degrade the skills that you already have. All right. Now, we are going to talk about what I think is a huge key here in you finding joy as an artist, and that's your anxiety. All right. I think releasing your anxiety has so much to do with releasing expectations on yourself. And I think anxiety plays into every bit of this post. Well, I know it does because you said it does. And I hear it does. And I feel it does. All right. And that has to do with even the way you perceive learning. Okay. Learning does not have to be in a classroom. Your teacher does not have to be a master artist. All right. One of my favorite classrooms in my artistic journey is the internet. I absolutely love, I, I am a self-taught photographer. Uh, the first time I bought an, a uh, grown-up camera, I got it out of the box. I took a picture and said, oh, this picture still sucks because I didn't know how to use any of the manual, manual um, settings on my DSLR. And I put it back in the box and I stuck it in my closet because I felt like a fool for spending hundreds of dollars on something that wasn't making my pictures look any better. I put it in my closet and I walked away for about three months. And then one day I said, you know what? This is stupid. I spent so much money on this so I could take, and at the time, the only reason I bought it was to take uh, product pictures for something else I was creating and I wanted to post it online and you know, everything is about the visual online. So I said, all right, I'm going to learn it. And I found this fantastic resource called creative live and creative live. If you haven't heard of it, I, I highly recommend checking it out. You can watch, at least I think you can, I haven't taken a course there in a while, but you can watch any course and these courses are taught by other artists. Okay. Or other creators, whether it's, I mean, everything from, they're just, they're just creators from visual to audio to, uh, business to whatever. These, these are people who have found the mastery 
for themselves in their process and they're sharing it with you. And, you know, a live course from some of these people would be thousands of dollars if you went to a workshop with these people. Um, but the wonderful thing with Creative Live, if you watch the workshop live, it's free. And, you know, these workshops sometimes are a couple days long. And if you don't want to put in a couple days, that's okay. I think like most of them are like $100. And if you wait till like Black Friday, you can buy the courses to watch on your own time in whatever chunk you want to watch. I have, I taught myself photography um, with these courses and Oh, it was so freeing to me. I'm very much a visual learner. I did not do well in school with book learning, although I love to read. English and book reports to me I, were a dream. I was that kid that would re read ahead because I love being immersed in a story. But um, as far as memorization and rote learning, yeah, yeah, that was a struggle for me. And as far as learning how to do something, I'm much better out. I, I'm much better watching it being done and then doing it myself, which is what this allowed me to do. And I learned Photoshop by taking one task at a time and doing a search on YouTube and learning from people on YouTube how to do something. And these things were not done in succession. They were not done one after another. It would be one day I would take a picture of um, my son and say, I want to know how to make the eyes pop. So I just Google eyes popping Photoshop and or brighten eyes Photoshop and find a video on it and then watch it and do it. And then I wouldn't come back to it for months and I'd forget how to do it. So I'd go back and watch it again and do it. And eventually my skill level in photography grew to be quite excellent. It was very good. I learned what I needed with that. And then like I do with many art firm forms, I felt that I kind of hit where I wanted to be with photography and moved on to another medium. But that's what I've done. And I have found that as I've learned one step and moved on to another medium because yeah, that dedication thing that's sticking with one thing forever. That's not me. That, that is not me. And some people that is them. But in my story of life, I have creative ADD. I want to try it all. I want to try it all. I want to get messy. I want to figure out if I like it, if I don't, but whatever I skills I learn along the way, they get added to my my virtual toolbox and these skills although I may not be a portrait photographer anymore and I may not be doing you know the creative shoots where I stylize and I have like fairy tales and all this kind of stuff that I'm I'm basically playing out through imagery all of these skills have worked in with so many different art forms and I'm so grateful that I learned that then um, I'd say, you know, lower those expectations for where you can and cannot learn. Allow yourself to learn where you are guided. You know, you're going to have all those opportunities brought to you. And before you know it, you're going to have a killer skill set. 
Okay, your toolbox is going to be amazing. Amazing. And that right there, that releasing those expectations on what you considered the school of art is going to release a lot of anxiety because you're going to be allowing experiences into your life that will teach you things that, you know, you're not going to set boundaries to. It's it's not like um, I, I can't be an artist because I can't afford art school. Knock that boundary down. Art school is whatever you make of it. You don't have to have a degree on your wall. Knock out those expectations. Those aren't necessary. All right. Some of the things that you are holding so tightly to are truly a, a huge root of your anxiety expectations as we talked is one of them expectations and learning expectations of what you consider an, an artist to be remember you are writing the narrative in your life you are writing that story okay another thing is concept of a timeline if you are telling yourself that you have to be at level abz by one two three that is going to cause anxiety. Okay. Nobody's setting a timeline for you. Release that. Release that. It's going to feel so good. Comparisons of where you think you should be versus where you are. Release that. Because where you are is where you need to be right now. All you need to do is ask the universe, ask God, ask whatever higher power you believe in to help you with the next right step for you. Release it and put it in their hands and just be open to receiving. Once you receive the intuitive feeling of where you need to go next, sometimes where you need to go next, next is just to be still until your mind is clear enough to accept the next right move, all right? hope that's not too woo-woo for you, but I truly believe that will help you greatly. You need to release how you think others see you. You know, a lot of times we have in our mind that we believe others see us a certain way, and that's not really true at all. That, again, is a story we're telling ourselves. You're, you're making facts up that you don't know are true or not, and many times our perception of what others, what others believe um, is fear-based. So we fear that others think of us as this way, or we fear that others will think of us that way, or we fear that we won't be good enough for others, or we fear that we are not going to meet their expectations. That fear, whew, release the fear release the fear. There is nothing serious going on here. You need to tell yourself that when that fear starts to build in yourself, oh, it's giving me anxiety just thinking about it. You need to repeat to yourself, there's nothing serious going on here. There's nothing serious going on here. It's good. If I do nothing right now, nothing serious is going to happen. It's going to be okay going to be okay. All right. And with that, don't compare yourself to others. That's not going to bring a, that's not going to bring 
peace to you either way you compare yourself. Whether you say I'm better than or I'm worse than isn't going to build you up. You just need to simply be and say to yourself, I am here. I am. And if you can see beauty in where you are, you need to vocalize that to yourself. Say, I am growing. Positive affirmations will release anxiety. I am growing. I am learning. Allow yourself to give yourself grace. Allow yourself to forgive your shortcomings and focus on where you are, where you're winning. If it's a win, go woo! The other day, okay, a little off topic, but kind of the same thing. When we accept our small wins, we are allowing every aspect of our life to flourish. I have been, I have been working on changing my mindset on working out. I don't enjoy discomfort. I don't enjoy sweating. <laughs> I don't enjoy um, yeah, discomfort in general. So therefore, exercise generally for me is not comfortable and I avoid it. Well, I got a gym card um, and this particular gym has, um, you might know where, you might know it, but I'm not going to name it because unless they want to sponsor me, then I'll name it, but not today. So this particular gym has massage beds and it has uh, massage chairs and it has tanning beds and it has all sorts of stuff that are part of the membership. Well, I understand that I have resistance to going to the gym. I have resistance on exercise because I have a fear, a perception of fear that it's going to be uncomfortable and it's not going to be fun. Well, I, you know, I am the writer of my own story. And so I start going to the gym, but I start each quote unquote workout with a massage. I take a hydro bed massage for 10 minutes. I let myself relax. And then I go to a machine and I do movement. And I have started changing the perception in my mind. Instead of looking at it as exercise, I look at everything I do in this facility as self-care. Okay. When I get on that machine, I am moving the energy in my body to give myself self-care. I imagine in my mind's eye, the energy as a white light moving almost like a loop through my body and it's clearing out gunk. It's clearing out sickness. It's clearing out creative blockages. It's clearing out anxiety. And I just move. I move. And after I move for as long as the machine says, and I'm not doing a hard workout here. My goal is simply self-care. I am moving my body. I am changing my mindset of what it means to go to the gym for me. After I move and I feel like I have cleared that out and I'm feeling energized, I end my workout with a chair massage. And I go and I do the chair massage. And when I leave, I feel freaking amazing. Did I sweat my whatever off? No. 
I did not, but it's a win. I made it to the gym. And even the other day, I woke up and I had allergies and I was feeling crappy. And I'm like, oh, I'm going to go to the gym. I went to the gym and I got a massage and I didn't do anything else. And I came home. But you know what? The fact that I made it to the gym is a win. It's a win. Woo woo. Cheering myself on. It's a win. I did it. I did it and I did it and I felt good. And when I started feeling better, I didn't feel defeated. I just started going back to the gym and working a little bit more. I do what I feel my body needs in that day. And I know that doesn't work for everybody, but gosh dang it, it works for me. Whether I'll become a size whatever with it, I don't know, but I feel good. And that's what the goal is in life. If you can't feel good, if you can't have joy, if you can't paint just because you feel like making colors move that day you're missing out that is releasing so much anxiety so much pressure okay I want to um I want to give you a couple simple meditations that can help with anxiety I know that anxiety is very very real I know that mental health um, is very very real I do not discredit professionals. I am not a professional, a mental health professional. I am simply an artist that I feel like I have a lot to share. And so when I share these things, I'm sharing what has worked for me. But like I said, we tell ourselves our own story. We are the narrator of our own story. And a couple things that have helped me, um, anxiety release breathing. So this, it may be different and this has visualization. I am a visual person. This may or may not work for you, but what I suggest is finding some calm, beautiful music. I particularly love, love, love a channel on YouTube called Soothing Relaxation. This music is done by an artist named Peter Holland. It's P-E-D-E-R. And Holland, I think it's H-O-L-L-A-N-D, but it might be H-A-L-L-A-N-D. But look up Soothing Relaxations. The music, to me, resonates absolute peace and, and safety and just serenity. I put this on kind of low in the background. I find a quiet place and I tell my family that it's my time so I don't get interruptions. You know, if you've got demands and people around you, I suggest to take your car somewhere where you can just sit quietly and park and do this in your car. Okay. You just need somewhere where nobody's going to be bugging you. Um, and I imagine myself, I close my eyes, so make sure it's somewhere you feel safe, okay? I close my eyes, and when I breathe in, I imagine filling myself with white, pure light. And when I breathe out, I imagine breathing out dark, gunky exhaust. And I put intention and labels to these breaths. So if, for instance, I know I am let's, let's say I'm feeling anxiety to create a certain art piece. Okay. Before you sit down, or if you feel like you're having anxiety while you're creating this art piece, 
take a break, do this exercise for five minutes more if you need, but imagine yourself breathing in. I am free to create, breathe out my, I release expectations of what I need to create. So breathe in white light thinking I am free to create what I want. I am free to create what I am able to. I am free to simply create. Breathe out. It needs, I release the need for it to look a certain way. I release the need for it to be perfect. I release the need for it to look like someone else's artwork. I release the need for it to be just so. So you are inhaling the positive, exhaling the negative. And as you do this over and over again, I want you to visualize the negative gunky air to be clearing up almost like you're cleaning that air. You're cleaning that filter. You're cleaning the filter in your mind. And by the time that air runs into a light gray mist or even a white mist, oh my gosh, you're going to feel so much better. Try it. Try it. Don't knock it. Try it. Okay. Another thing that I like to do is simply close my eyes, put on the music, and then start telling myself another story. If you are if you're working on a piece that you're fighting, first of all, you need to be able to release that and, and stop and give up on a piece. If you, if you feel like this piece isn't flowing, scrap it. No one ever said you have to finish what you start in art. That's part of the, the fun of being an artist. You get to decide what you create. And if you're fighting something, if you are feeling resistance galore to whatever project you're working on, whew, give yourself the freedom to say, scrap it. Throw that, throw that away. Throw it across the room. Don't break anything because, you know, that'll suck. But throw it across the room. Tear it up. Say, enough of this. I decide I decide what I'm going to do. I am the ruler of my art. My art doesn't rule me. I am the creator of my art. My art doesn't create my emotions. I put my emotions in my art and what is there is there and release it. Release the image in your mind of what it should be and allow it to be what it is. And find the positives in what it is and enhance them. That is going to bring you freedom. So those are a couple techniques that I have. Okay, I think that I have preached enough. This is pretty long. But I feel that there are people out there who really need to hear this. I'm going to go ahead and recap. One, you're an artist because you're a creator. Don't doubt that. You're an artist. And because you keep coming back to it. You're an artist. Two, learning is hard, but it's only as hard as you make it, okay? Learning doesn't have to be impossible, hard, have to, you don't have to toil and sweat and, and torture yourself. You do not have to be a tortured artist unless that's what you want to be, okay? And three, 
Relaxing is releasing the resistance. Okay? Releasing anxiety is simply releasing the, is, it, the resistance to your expectations. And that doesn't mean that you're not going to become great. That just means that you need to be kind to yourself and you need to allow yourself to be where you are right now. All right. I love you, my friend. I love all of my artist friends out there. I know you can be great. I know that greatness is what you make of it. Until next time, have a great day and I will see you later. Bye-bye.